Hello everybody and welcome back to Goldbridge Saves Football. It's the Friday edition. The Premier League is back. That means Goldbridge. We're going to look at fancy Premier League. We're also going to do overrated Premier League 11. And we're going to look ahead to some of the fixtures in an either-or way. So Chelsea-Arsenal, either-or. We'll do all that sort of stuff. Really excited to have proper football back though, Will. How are you doing? Yes, I'm very excited. The Championship's back as well. Wayne Rooney's Birmingham City will be making their debut against Michael Carrick's Middlesbrough. What a world we live in. It's not football manager, it's real life, but excited to see the Premier League. Excited to get back into Goldbridge. Got a few points to claw back and I think I'm going to do it this weekend. Yeah, 4-2 I lead. I'm beating Ben Foster, win, lose or draw as well. I really am a football expert defying the haters on Twitter, the knobheads. Anyway, um, you've, you've got it in. That must be a record. Um, Birmingham City in the first 30 seconds. I'm actually going to elongate the intros now so we can't break that record ever again. But um, we're going to start off with the most overrated Premier League 11 as it stands. Now, remember the, the rules for this as we move into a new Premier League weekend is not the same as flop. We've done flop. This is about overrated. So the difference between a flop and overrated, in my opinion, Will, is a flop is somebody that we can basically say is not very good whereas overrated could be good but they're just overrated for example I had one from the past I had an all-time overrated Jack Wilshire. I think he was overrated for two reasons one he was always injured and two I don't actually think he was as good as people made out he was a good player not a flop but just in my opinion overrated an injury or overrated on form can be a thing yeah, well, I, I struggle with this a little bit just because um, I like to see the good in everyone. No, I just, I've got a few see, down I didn't. here. I didn't because I'm a cynic and I love <laughs> I love picking fault with people. I'm just so toxic, Will. You know, I should come with a hazard sign. I'm toxic. Everything I touch goes bad. I, I You know, I, if here. I supported Birmingham, you'd be in the National League because it's actually my fault that Man United are not very good, according to Paul Parker. You know, it's all my fault. Not the Glazers, just the Goldbridge but- touch. I've actually got Paul Parker in my 11, but we'll come on to that in a bit. Um, but let's start. Should we start with the goalkeeper? Yes. So um, the great thing about this is we're interactive. Make sure you give us your five-star reviews. Get into the comments section. We've got polls and all sorts on Spotify. But I did put a tweet out this week on at Mark Goldbridge, and I asked people for their top five overrated players currently, which we can feed into the theme of an 11, because I think Will struggled to get an 11. I didn't. Um, so I think the goalkeeping scenarios actually were quite interesting. Um, a few people said Anana. I think that's a bit unfair, Will, because he's so early in his career. I think it's really difficult to say somebody like Anana. Um, however, I can agree in a sense because it's still a lot of money he's he's got a career you could look at him and go he's overrated um i i i did put uh, jordan fick pickford forward again i think as a to be england number 1 he's overrated he's not overrated as a premier league goalkeeper for everton but i don't think he's the best english goalkeeper and therefore i think he's overrated as well but in the terms of being overrated i actually thought edison Wow. Well, I mean, we had Angry Ginge on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and he said the same thing. He was, yeah. he was almost... Well, it's a shout feathers. out for Angry Ginge, yeah. He thought, yeah, he was on the... He, yeah, he couldn't believe the amount of praise that Edison was getting. So um, I don't agree with it, but I can sort of see it. But, you know, you are the boss. This is Goldbridge Chase Football. So if you want him in the overrated 11, you know, I can't, I can't do anything. Um, yeah, well, well, yeah, but you can, you can not sit on the fence and give us your opinion. <laughs> 
Well, I actually had Inanna down if you wanted me to it because I think in terms of even the small sample size that we've had so far this season, I just think, wow, mm. ter- you've, you know, you've got rid of David Haye, gone to that. I hope he comes good, but I just think, I've mentioned it before, not even just the passing out from the back. There's been a few fundamental errors when he tried to yeah. kill the lad from Wolves with his Roman Reigns super punch. I just think there feels like there's a few Rickmans in there and I think there's going to be a lot of Ricks on the way. So uh, I hope I hope he does better, but for me, it's Anana. So I'm off the fence and the splinters are out my ass. Yeah, okay. Well, thanks for that. I'm actually going to agree with you because I think Edison would cause controversy which I embrace um, and Pickford I don't th- I think is overrated but ultimately I think in keeping with what we're talking about price and form he is not living up to what he should be in the Premier League and he has no Premier League form therefore he's overrated technically it's correct what I would say is that I do back him I think he can turn it around um, but I would agree that Anana I've got I've got better hits to hit than than fighting this one out so we'll go and honor in goal now right back's quite interesting um the two strong candidates at right back and it might surprise you will it's a good job you sat down it's reese james or trent alexander arnold and i think this keeps perfectly in theme with overrated for two different reasons yeah, I, I had Rhys James down for this one just because I think he's got the whole world in front of him. You selected him in your England 11 last week during the international break, mm. but it is just the injuries when you tie back to it and that is going to make or break his career and there is a lot of them racking up. I want him in my FPL every team every week, great attacking returns, but you simply can't trust him because of the injuries. It's like Rhys James is like the perfect partner, but it never, ever ventures south. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's what? it's just a yeah. friendship. It's just a yeah. friendship. It, we're not getting down to what you know a real relationship's all about, you know. Um, and and I think could be that's, friends with benefits. So it's so it's an overrated wife partner. I nearly said something that would have been completely took out of context there. Husband, you know, is it a relationship if it's just platonic? Yeah, well, it's a, some sort of relationship, but maybe not just the, the dirty... It's an overrated relationship. Yeah, I, I'm happy to put Reese James in it right back. Yeah, I, well, I understand the Trent one, because he's absolutely... He's like a butcher's apron. Looks good at the back, but wide open at the front. I've got that the wrong way around. Um, still thinking <laughs> about the relationship. Uh, frustrated. But um, we've all been in those relationships, haven't they? Oh, yeah, you know, you, you think it's going to be great. You're really proud that they're going out with you, and then you just did nothing. Nothing. You may as well be sat in a restaurant. Yeah, you may as well be sat in a restaurant looking at a picture on the wall because you're getting about the same back and and it's also wooden. In in no, anyway, look. Anyway, we're wandering off, but we'll go with Reese. We'll go with Reese James because of injury. Now people are going to be screaming on the train in the car. Drive carefully about this. We're not doing a flop eleven. We're doing an overrated 11. And if your brain is not capable of understanding what overrated is, you could have somebody who's a very good player, but the media hype up as being world-class. That is by definition overrated. Price can make you overrated. And injury can make you overrated because you don't play enough games to fulfil your talent. So Reese James in at right back. Centre-backs, um, there's four real standouts here, Will. So we'll get your thoughts first. We've got to get a pairing. So Fafana at Chelsea. I mean, yeah, he's been God, yeah. he's been been there over. Stop it! We'll do that. Yeah, um, that was a good shout Captain. from the from the chat actually. Uh, Harry Maguire being eighty million pounds. 
Is he an £80 million player? Doesn't hardly play. I get that. Is he England's best centre-back? You know, arguably, I think Gwehi is doing... And I never pronounce his name, but I think he looks really good. John Stones as well. Sticking with the John Stones theme, Ruben Diaz, is he overrated as one of the world's best centre-backs? He's very good, but is he a bit overrated? And then Saliba got a lot of mentions, which I don't agree with. I actually think he... Is, is a young centre-back that people maybe, like we said a couple of weeks ago, you can't compare him to Van Dijk yet, but he's not overrated as a young centre-back. I think he's... I wouldn't put him in there. So for me, it's it's two from Fafana, Maguire and Diaz. I definitely think Fafana, just because, yeah. I mean, we spoke about it on the Finland last year. I think he went down as flop signing of the season. Again, just down for the injuries. But I feel like the injuries... Were, didn't they buy him injured or he'd, he'd come off the back of a few injuries? So again, that might be down to Chelsea's recruitment. Yeah. The other one, I struggle with Maguire because 80 million at the time, yes, huge. Even now, still huge. Mate, at that 80 million at any time is ridiculous. And and yeah. that's not his fault. And it's not these players' fault. You know, we're just saying overrated. But I, I sort of understand with Maguire because... Is it fair to say he's overrated because not many people rate him? So, Well, there's also that as well. And then I really struggle with Ruben Diaz just because he has had sort of one of those Virgil van Dijk seasons where he's been integral to a Premier League winning season. Mm. Um, maybe not. The le- maybe he, again, suffers from the sort of high level that he's produced. So, I mean, by default, and I've not really come up with anything at the back, I'm going to go for Maguire and Fafana. Okay, um, I, I will stick with you on that one, but only because of Maguire's price tag. I don't think he's particularly rated. And again, I probably would have gone with Diaz because I think it's a... I don't think he's as world-class as... Pe- well, I might, I might actually... This will be a first. Harry Maguire's like slammed his... Not even listening, is he, to be honest? But no, if he was listening, not. he has just fell off his chair. I'm going to take Harry Maguire out of an overrated Premier League eleven because I don't think he's actually rated by anybody. He gets booed a lot. I don't, I don't you know, it's not his fault. Um, I'm going to put Diaz and in next to Fafana because I think it defines overrated. I don't. I think he gets. I think he's such a lazy choice. You know, my issue with Ruben Diaz is that when people do a Premier League best eleven, they put Diaz in and they don't think about it. And I don't think he's as world class as people think. John Stones is better than him. Um, I think Saliba's better than him and I think Van Dijk on his day is better than him and I think Varane is better than him controversial but there we go so I think he's overrated because people lazily put him in best 11s and I don't think he is Lissandro Martinez late shout again I don't think he's overrated because I think he's come into this league because of certain I've played the game and um, they basically undermined him and said he was too small so I don't Think, I don't think he's ever been rated to be underrated, overrated, you know? Can I start with the left-back then? I think I've got a clear candidate for this. Just again, price tag injuries and everything in between. Uh, Mark Cucurella. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, interesting. Well, the two top that came out was Zinchenko at Arsenal, who I sort of get as being overrated because at Man City, he was okay. And then at Arsenal, he's suddenly become world-class. And you, nobody can... Dis- it, there'll be Arsenal fans chuckling about this. It's true. At Man City, was okay. He comes to Arsenal and he's suddenly world-class. That's the definition of overrated. Uh, ben Chilwell got mentioned as well. Again, probably similar reasons to Reese James. He's always injured. Uh, they spent a lot of money on him. But you can't argue with the Cucurella being thrown in as well. Although recently he's done okay. The Chelsea move. Again, there's a lot of Chelsea players get thrown into this, isn't there, Will? 
Well, yeah, the price tags don't help, do they? and especially just coming from Brighton, and then a performance drop seems to happen instantaneously. The Zinchenko one, yeah, it's sort of, again, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because that Manchester City, yeah, came in at that left-back place and sort of started to own it, and that was sort of above expectation. Um, but then you, we've only got one real season to look at at, Man- at Arsenal, and he was an integral part, a leader as well, maybe not some, some sort of the technical stuff, but definitely a leader in that dressing room that, that pushed Arsenal further than they have done in recent memory. So, mm. yeah, I, I do struggle with Zinchenko. Ben Chilwell, yeah, but I, I'm probably going to stick with Cucurella, but you're the boss, you tell me. No, I'm going to go with Cucurella on that one. I think it's the definition of being overrated when you go for that much money and you do next to nothing. Um, and let's be honest, I think his best games have been at right back for Chelsea this season as well, which is not where he was bought for. So Cucurella completes a back five of Anana, James, Fafana, Diaz and Cucurella. Now into the midfield, there wasn't as many in the midfield, which was weird. There was a few real standout candidates from when we tweeted it out. Uh, Calvin Phillips got a mention. I think that has to be a very strong contender. I mean, he does still exist, Will. You know, it's not like Santa or the Tooth Fairy. Calvin Phillips is not a myth. He started for England this week. Um, They spent a lot of money on him. He never plays. Rodri's injured, doesn't even come on. So Calvin Phillips has to be overrated just by definition of Southgate picking him for England. I think that makes him overrated. Casido's obviously featured, um, overrated in relation to price tag which was ridiculous Enzo Fernandez was mentioned again I think he's a good player but has the price overrated him um Kai Havertz he's moved for 70 million pounds twice now in the Premier League gotta be the definition of overrated and then um Bruno Fernandez got mentioned a lot as well which is difficult for me to understand as a Man United fan because since 2020 he's created more chances than anyone in the Premier League so and he didn't cost an awful lot of money for that. I was thinking a bit of Bruno Fernandez, only, but I don't know if it's sort of that opposition thing of that player you hate when he doesn't play for you. And if he does play for you, you obviously love him. Obviously, the stats mm. backing up with the chances created, but maybe yeah, I'd I, say he's I, underappreciated just, and underrated. If anything, I'd have it. In fact, I'd have him in an underrated eleven. That's almost a show for another week. Well, maybe it is. I, I had down here as well one extra to throw into the mix, just to. And it's not based on signing for this season, but it's based on a little bit of that, but everything else is Mason Mount. Just because mm. even from an England perspective, I, I I know he didn't feature as much in the World Cup, but even when he sort of got one, he won the penalty in the quarterfinal. But I don't know. I just, I still, I struggle with Mason Mount. I want him to do well, but I just feel like, yeah, the move to Manchester United, I don't know if either, you were hoping it was going to be better than it, has panned out and still could pan out, but it just felt they were like, oh, please work rather than this is going to work. And probably the same with Kai Havertz as well. Yeah, I mean, you've got to consider it because, as you said, the same reasons as Kai Havertz. £55 million for a player that's not even in the England squad and hasn't really done anything for the last year. But I still think that it's a move that because of injury, he hasn't really got time to get going yet. Um, You could consider that. I think for me as a midfield three, I would be looking at Calvin Phillips, Kai Havertz and probably Casido because I just do not believe he was a £100 million midfielder. And therefore, I think that straight away, I know it's still early in his career, but I don't think he's that. I, I really couldn't believe when people started bidding over 60 for him. And the fact that he went for, was it £100 million? 
125 in the end, or rising to that or something. God, it no, ended just... up being more than Bellingham. Yeah, so yeah, I'm quite happy to go Casido, Calvin Phillips and Havertz. There's probably candidates in there and there's probably good candidates in there, but I think those three really just jumped out at me for this, unless you've got any real strong reservations. You know me, I'm bloody eight. So no, I'm, I agree with you. You're spot on. Let's go right wing then. There's really one quick standout candidate for me, but I was quite interested that Saka got mentioned a lot on Twitter for this when I tweeted it, which really? I don't get. Well, he scores. We're going to talk about FPL in a minute. How can he be overrated when he's never moved anywhere because he hasn't got so he hasn't got a transfer fee that inflates him, and he scores goals on the regular. He's a integral part and I think he's been brilliant since he missed that penalty in the Euro final I just think his mentality and consistency is fantastic I just don't think he's overrated No I agree and that's someone that Arteta can build you know that position is sorted now for the next 10 years at Arsenal I don't think he wants to leave the fans definitely don't want him to leave and he keeps on proving year on year in so I think Saka no chance shut your mouth Yeah and then we're sort of left with two Manchester United candidates here I get the Anthony thing um, cost a lot of money but I just cannot move away from I just think sadly um, there's one very very big winner here and it's Jaden Sancho yeah I, I, do you know the most damning indictment of it I'd literally forgotten about him you know I was, well, I was thinking of starters that were maybe overhyped but when you when he came from Dortmund uh, and came back to the Premier League do you think I was do you think even I mean Jude's surroundings and you know what, he went a whole high pitch there he went Rrr. speaking about Jude I get emotional oh god yeah. I was just thinking, I wonder if Jude's move to Madrid was sort of factored in at all by like the way Jade and Sancho came back to England and he thought, you know, especially going to a Man United or, you know, a big club like that, he just, there's so much around it. So yeah, I, I sadly had forgotten about Sancho. So maybe, I don't know if the hype's there. I think he's the definition of uh, overrated, really, sadly. He's a player I was really excited about getting over two summers. We got him second summer, but 300 and something grand a week. £75 million. I know he's got his issues at the moment that he's not even in the squad, but even before that, you know, for what we paid, just so few and far between, really, when you compare him to Osaka. So, yeah, Jaden Sancho's on the right. There's loads of options on the left, actually. Um, Loads of options. Mudrick, obviously, featured. I don't know about that, really. Well, it's a good option. Uh, Marcus Rashford featured. I mean, again, I sort of... I think Rashford sort of fits it in a way because many people say he's world-class, which is overrating somebody who can be quite inconsistent. Um, Again, similar theme, Phil Foden. Again, considered to be world-class, but is he consistent enough? Is that a bit, is he overrated? You know, doesn't deliver for England either. Jack Grealish, a hundred million pound player. Is he overrated when you think about that again? Um, Raheem Sterling got a mention as well, although I don't think Raheem Sterling's particularly rated. So um, I think it, I think there's three good choices there um, in the definition of being overrated because I think Mudrick's just another flop, isn't he, really, potentially? Whereas I think Rashford, Foden, Grealish, for me, are all very, very good players. But do they get overrated in relation to the media and certain fans who call them world class, when to be world class, you've got to be like a Mo Salah or a or a Kylian Mbappe or an Erling Haaland doing it week after week. And those three players, for different reasons, are inconsistent at times. Can I be a real bastard and throw another one into the mix here? Oh, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm excited about this because Will doesn't say that word very often. Who is it? <laughs> I had Luis Diaz down here. Mm, you've upset Just the Liverpool fans. 
Yeah, and, and Liverpool's a great place. Hoping to go back very soon. But li- with him, I just feel there was... I don't know if it's expect- expectation again. Started off like a house on fire, that great six months since he, when he came in. But especially the mm. start of this season, not really delivered, starting a lot of games. And I don't know, I just... I had a look at him and I just thought, hmm, are we suffering a little bit here? But maybe not to the verge of overrated because it's a small sample size this season, isn't it? So who would you go without a Rashford, Foden, Grealish? It's just Foden and Grealish I struggle with because off the back of the treble. Mm. But when Grealish went for £100 million, took him a season to implement into Pep style. And then even this season... I still feel like he's not that integral part of the Manchester City team. So for a hundred million pound price tag, it has to be Grealish, I think. Okay. Um, if you'd push Rashford, I wouldn't. I, I would have reluctantly had a proper conversation about Rashford Grealish. But I think Grealish. I like that. This is this is this is why I love doing this sort of thing because it's not. You know, I see some people doing like you know really negative. Um, sort of going in on the players and I think actually what we're talking about here is almost the world we live in where things get overrated it's like you know somebody said to me um there's a film is is it Mean Streets with Harvey Keitel oh it's one of the greatest films you'll love it if you love Godfather and Heat and I watched it and I was just like when's this gonna get good then it's overrated (laughs) and I think that this is the same in football it's some players it can be because of what they're like off the pitch it can be because of the goals they score they just get overrated. And I think Rashford's a player that I said in January, I think I could see him as a future Ballon d'Or winner. And literally, as soon as I said that, he went on a bit of a bad run. And then he scores that goal for England this week and you go, that's what Mm. Rashford can do. But can he do it consistently? So therefore, is he a bit overrated? So yeah, I think that the mention of Rashford's fine, but I would go with Grealish because for a hundred million pound player, I thought he'd almost, I thought he'd, jumped that barrier that he had in the first season but then this season he's not starting for England again and he's not starting for Man City all the time again is he but it probably ties into what we've spoke about in football as well doesn't it like yeah he has got to play in Pep Guardiola's way with the phases and how he plays and he's adapted to that but that has taken away from why we all fell in well I didn't fall in love with him because he played for Villa but the way how exciting he was good on the ball um, and you just feel like you lose a bit of that which is fine because he's got the medals to back it up but in terms of him being a key player, which he should be, and a hundred million, a hundred million pound Englishman sh- should be a starter every week, but he's not. So I think that's why he has to go in. Uh, and then finally, the strikers. Um, we've got Richarlison, Darwin Nunez, Jesus, and a few people said Evan Ferguson. Huh? I know. No. I mean, you can't ever Ferguson rule out straight away. If you put put that, have a look at yourself in the mirror. I had Gabriel yeah. Jesus down, but I don't know if that sort of ties into the Zinchenko factor as well. A little bit of injury with him. Darwin Nunes, I don't know what it is. I just really want him to come good. When he scored those goals against Newcastle the other week, I was buzzing yeah. for some reason. I can't tell you why. Never met the bloke, but I just really want him to come good. But huge price tag. And who was the other one? Uh, yeah, it was Richarlison. Richarlison. Spent a lot of money on him, Spurs. And Everton spent a lot of money. You remember when he went from Watford to Everton? That was another... That, I'm going to go with Richarlison because it's like when you add up the actual combined transfer fees with Richarlison and then look at the output, I think it has to be Richarlison. Do you think he fits overrated though? Or Because do, do people actually rate him? I think he probably rates himself. Well, someone's, 
if you spend an hundred and well, how much transfer fees is he probably gone for now? Uh, like over a hundred million, and I think that's the definition of over. I tell you what, he doesn't play in the Premier League at the moment. But when I was doing a little bit of research on this, just looking at transfer fees, one player that jumps out as probably being the most overrated player currently playing football, Romelu Lukaku, just on transfer fees accumulated. I'm not again. People will go, oh no, we. When we say overrated, we're not saying they're bad. I'm just saying that, you know, look at Havertz. He's had two £70 million transfers. I think that's overrated. And I think Lukaku, when you add them all up, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous amounts of money. And he is overrated for that, I think. Yeah, with the Lukaku, though, I always feel like he scores goals. Though. But then yeah. I see him at a World Cup and then he, he probably has one of the worst yeah. games of his life. And then he's like, that, oh, was that, 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 that is... Uh... Yeah, you you wouldn't need to do, you know, you wouldn't get, we're talking about these hipsters on the Tuesday thing. They wouldn't have to work hard to show why Lukaku's shit in front of goal, would they, for that one? I mean, that, that would be, that would be uh, they, could, they could do that in their sleep. Um, okay, so our overrated Premier League 11 is Anana in goal, Reese James at right back, Sir Fafana and Ruben Diaz centre back, Chilwell left back. No, yeah, it was Chilwell left back? No, Cucurella was left Cucurella. back, sorry. Yeah. Then we've got uh, a midfield three of Calvin Phillips, Casido, and Kai Havertz. Right wing, Jaden Sancho. Up front, we've got Richarlison. And then on the left-hand side, we've got Jack Grealish. I really like that. Just very quickly, I want to add a manager in, Pochettino. Okay, I'll let you have that. But I, I like Poch. I'd run through. I think he's just over. I think he's the definition of overrated. You know why? Good well, manager. Got Ange. I like Ange, but I don't. I think he's been underrated what he's done. But look, some people would say Ten Hag. How can he be? How can he be underrated after eight games? Overrated after eight games when he took them from nothing to third. Pochettino to me epitomizes what overrated is because he's a good coach who gets held up like he's capable of competing with a Pep Guardiola or a or a Jurgen Klopp. In another way, though, Will you could say Pep's overrated because I mean he has got an open checkbook. I'm not. I'm not buying into the Pep stuff. I'll give you the Pochettino stuff. This is the job for Pochettino. If he doesn't perform in this job with that bank balance and those signings, uh, especially if he gets two years like he's asked for as part of the project, then yeah, this is the defining job for Pochettino for that elite level. He should win the Premier League at some point in the next five years with the amount of money that Chelsea have got. I guarantee you he won't, and therefore. Um, I'm not saying Chelsea won't win the league in the next five years, but it won't be with Pochettino. I think he's a bit overrated. There we go. I enjoyed that. Um, so where do we go next? Because we are we are actually going to turn this show into about four, 45 minutes if we're not careful, which is not what we try to do on a quick Friday. Um, let's do a few either-ors ahead of the Premier League weekend, and then we'll move on to Goldbridge. And also some exciting news. We've, we're going to get rid of hang, uh, Football Hangman on Tuesday. I've come up with a concept that sort of, you know, I nearly said shags football hangman and produces well, something better. I'm just thinking of somebody hanging and being, it's necrophilia. I don't want to do that. You can have a shag off. There we go. It's a great new, great new game that you can play next Tuesday anyway, so don't miss that. But uh, a couple of either ors ahead of the big Premier League return. Yeah, either ors. Uh, I'll just let you get your teeth stuck into those. Obviously, the as of this podcast coming out, your win, lose, draw, Ben Foster will be out. So check that out on YouTube. But kick off on twelve thirty, lunchtime Saturday, Liverpool versus Everton. Uh, probably just an either, no or needed for this, is there? Um, I'm just a bit concerned that my stomach keeps popping off, and if anyone gets it in the background, it sounds like I might be having a trump. I'm not. I don't know what it is. It's my stomach's just. 
it's I, I don't know. I don't want the people. Everyone else gets this. I almost feel we need it's a good, podcast. Good to have a, a healthy anus. Lifestyle. No, it's, there's nothing going on down there. It's actually stomach. I can just hear it popping off. And I'm like, all I had was uh, horseradish and beef sandwich and a cup of tea. And that combination, <laughs> it's not working out well. It's a bit like Maguire and Lindelof at the back. It's just not going well. Maybe, um, conceding maybe, a lot of air. You need an Actimel. Actimel and Yakol. That should be the combination you need forward. Anyway, I will go Liverpool in that. Merseyside derby. It's, yeah. it's a great leveller. You know, it's a cliche. Yeah. Anything can happen. I've played the game. But I will go yeah. with Liverpool. I wrote that down because it is a tasty fixture, but obviously there's only one way that's going to go. The one that's probably the tastiest if you are a hipster like us, uh, me and Mark, is Manchester City Brighton at the weekend. Pep loves Deserby. Deserby loves Pep. We love the football that they play, but which way is it going to be played? I, I, I don't think I'll watch this game, not even because, not just because it's a three three o'clock game, but that'll be my break. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna watch uh, Everton, Liverpool, watch along, have a break, and then watch Chelsea, Arsenal, and then straight into Man United, Sheffield United. So I'm doing it, but so I'll have a break for the three o'clocks. But have a tough I actually have City Brighton because it's such good football. I I gotta say, Will might be a bit controversial here, but my feeling is this will be an anti-climax, comfortable Man City win. Because Brighton don't defend well and Man City have just lost two games. Yeah, I was just thinking exactly the same line just because of, could be a I big couldn't score. believe it the other week. I was surrounded by Villa fans at a wedding for the lunchtime kickoff against Brighton. When the sixth one went in, I nearly went home and the Brighton even walked down the aisle. So I think it's going to be a comfortable She Manchester gone home as well? Win, she a Brighton fan? No, no, she was fine. She was still there. Um, so yeah, Manchester City win for me. Uh, next one on the line, a lovely evening kickoff. You'll be doing it on That's Football. Everybody get involved. Chelsea versus Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal need to win this game after a brilliant result against City. But what a horrible place to go after an international break. Chelsea, Stamford Bridge. They've had a bit of a renaissance. I, I can see Chelsea getting a result here, so I'm going to go score draw. Score draw, which will lead into yeah. Goldbridge in a minute. No, I'm still going Arsenal. I think the Chelsea renaissance will come crashing down very fastly, and I think it'll be a gritty 2-0 Arsenal, 1-0 then, one on the break in the 90th minute. It's weird to say this as a United fan, but I actually hope Arsenal win for the good of the Premier League. I think if they, there's no point beating Man... It's like, I remember... You might not remember, actually. Don't know how old you are, but 1998 penalty shootout. They showed it on the Beckham documentary. They missed. First one I remember. They missed a penalty, um, Argentina, and Ince came up next and missed. And I always say, yeah, you've got to score the penalty after they miss, otherwise you lose the advantage. And this is Arsenal's opportunity to score that next penalty after the Man City win. Um, Shall we go into Goldbridge? Yeah, did you want to have a touch on fantasy football or should we save that for next week now? So we're running well, I think it might feed long. nicely into this because I know you're going to do your Go wild card. Um, I had yeah. I did my wild card ahead of the last week and it backfired spectacularly. I had a midfield of Son, Matoma, Saka, Madison. Um, you know, I changed the whole team. I've got Alvarez and Haaland up front. But actually, mm. Rome wasn't built in a day, Will. And I think that looking at it this week... It could really hit the ground. If Brighton gets smacked up by Man City, I've got Alvarez and Haaland. Um, Son at home to Fulham. So it might be that this is the week where the wild card kicks in. And I've gone with, well, I don't want to give too much away before we hit into Goldbridge, but uh, I've gone with quite a clever little thing at the back. 
All right, well, let's start with Goldbridge. It's currently 4-2 to you. As ever, get involved down below. Five players that you think will score. One defender that you think will score for bonus We've points. been that off, Will. And a goal... We've been in off the defender thing for a goalkeeper clean sheet. Oh, I know. I think keep the defender because if a defender scores, that's that's fantastic. What are we going to do about the goalie one then? No, keep the goalie one as well. I just need points. If a defender scores and someone's called it, I mean, that's Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So what are we we, going to do? What, we're doing five goal scorers, a goalkeeper and a defender now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. No worries. Okay, so... um, I will go with my goal scorers first then. I'm going to start off with the... Uh, well, shall I just go through them all, actually? You, do you do one and I'll do one, but we'll just, we'll just we'll whiz go through quick it. Fire. We'll whiz through it, which is great for mine because I've gone with Wizzer for Brentford against Burnley. Wow, interesting. Okay, I'm, I'm going off. I've gone from sort of um, search to a bit crazy, so don't start scoffing when you hear this one. I've gone for Mo Salah. Yeah... I, I, I've gone Stuffing a little bit. Already. I just said don't scoff. I, I, I tried to go for a di- bit, bit of depth here, as always, and I've gone for, he scored in midweek, he's having a terrible season, but it's against Sheffield United, Marcus Rashford. Okay, number two, I actually have Marcus Rashford down. That is in the Google Doc, which I'm happy to send with edits. Fine, it's a good uh, thought. Provided. There we go, we can't help that. Um, third one again, I, I did this with Calvert-Lewin he scored for me and I went for him again in the following week so I'm going to stick with him again he's at home to Arsenal, I'm going to go for Jackson Wow, big shout uh, I've just talked exactly the opposite of what I'm about to say but I've gone for Brighton's Matoma to score my third goal mm, There should be goals at City I just think they'll lose, sticking with that game I have gone for he's in my fancy Premier League team as well. I can't we remember we can't pick Haaland in this game, so I've gone Alvarez. Lovely. I'm gonna get rid of him, I think, out of my fantasy team. Number four, this is where it gets a bit quirky, but out there. Whoa. Number four, I've gone for Declan Rice. Don't know why, just had a feeling. If it's in your gut, obviously not Mark's gut because that absolutely stinks at the moment, but I've gone for Declan Rice. And if you're wondering why I'm winning so comfortably, that's prime example. <laughs> of the sort of bad decision. This is a free hit for me then. Um, My final goal scorer, I've gone for Ollie Watkins at home to uh, West Ham on Sunday. Oh, God. So boring. Number five You had him last time. I'm going all the way to Luton and I'm going for Carlton Morris. He scored three already this season. I'm back in the Luton town, boys. Uh, Carlton Morris is my fifth. Shall I start with my defenders? You might have to vigorously scroll one down. Um, I have gone for Mickey van der Ven for Spurs to score on Monday Night Football against Fulham, I believe. And my goalkeeper, just finally for the clean sheet, will be Nick Pope. Uh, it's interesting about the goalkeeper because I had two choices down and I wasn't too sure what I was going to do, but you've made my mind up now. I had Pope, Newcastle at home to Palace or Turner at home for Forest against Luton. I've got Turner in goal in my FPL as well. So I'm doubling down uh-huh. here and I'm going to go... I'm going to go Turner, clean sheet against Luton. We only get a point for that, don't we? The yeah, point sheet. for that. Three for defender, point if you score a goal as well. In the other I can't one. wait. Goal. I can't. So basically, five goal scorers, you get a point for every one. If they score two goals, though, you get two points. Um, clean sheet if you get your goalie, and then bonus three for your defender if they score. I mean, when when one of us get this right, it's going to be a game changer because I'm, I'm winning 4-2 after two weeks. I'm going to go... Dreams can come true, Gabriel. For nice. Arsenal yeah, against that. Chelsea. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Lovely, lovely um, yeah. that as well. 
just yeah. as we're going to say, uh, if you are listening on Spotify, get involved in the comments. Put your defender down and a little username, and then we'll have a look on next Friday. And if any of them scored, we'll give you a shout out. Um, yeah. Don't bother. Put you can put your others down, your but we won't take any notice, will we? Yeah, exactly. Just defender, just defender. And I'll be crawl. I reckon I'll be two points ahead by the time that we reconvene next week for this podcast. Absolutely no chance. He's like Ben Foster. He won't catch me at win, lose or draw either. Uh, Another fantastic Friday podcast. Great to be back. We overran a little bit, but I'm sure you can enjoy it and did enjoy it and will enjoy it. You could listen to it again. It was that good. Uh, Premier League is back. Uh, We're going to be back on Tuesday. And all I'd say is it will be a cracking episode as ever. But we've got... I don't know where this comes from, Will, actually. This ability to just make up brilliant interactive games... I'm telling you now, there's been a there's been a drop off on ITV and BBC for game shows for years. I'm full of ideas, and you're going to find out on Tuesday. Just need a new name for it on Tuesday. And I'm, I'm trying. I was going to call it Golden Balls, but Jasper Carrot's already done that on ITV. So it's a brilliant concept. Will doesn't even know what it is yet, and he's. I just can't tell him because it's the weekend. I don't want to make him more excited than he is already. So I'm going to tell him on Monday to give him a bit of a a perk on Monday morning. But um, which apparently he doesn't struggle with anyway. But uh, there we go. Tuesday, brilliant game. Goldbridge is brilliant. This this is a challenger for Goldbridge. You know, Neville Neville and Lineker couldn't think of this. They've got runners doing this. Oh, think <laughs> think of me a good game. I've, I can't think about a good game. Goldbridge has got them coming out his ears. Well, last time I obviously got a text from my mate Fry in America, and he said, "Look, you know Goldbridge, they do that over here with the MLS." squad predictor so nobody does the game I've got on Tuesday yeah no one does this I don't want Jasper Carrot texting me going Will he's done it again yeah well I can't call it Golden Balls so again get into the chat with a name that we could call our new game on on Tuesday without giving anything away you're going to love it because you can play as well wow I've just realised I've forgotten the concept of the game (laughs) it's that good I didn't write it down oh Oh no! I know. I know. I know the end game, but I can't remember how you get there. Yeah. Okay. We'll just work backwards. You're getting a yeah, bit old okay. now, but you still got it. Get your comments in. Lots of you to get involved in. Uh, big shout out to Will. Hope you have a good weekend, pal. Birmingham win. You. Yeah. You too. Hope United win, and no, hopefully will. Monday we can both be smiling, and you know the Wayne Rooney era has begun. Thanks everyone for listening. Make sure you get your comments in, give us a follow and all that jazz. Thanks for all your support as ever. That was Goldbridge Saves Football on Friday. Mm-hmm.